we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 46, on page 397. God is our hope and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will we not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the hills be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof rage and swell, and though the mountains shake at the tempest of the same. There is a river, the streams whereof make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most Highest. God is in the midst of her, therefore shall she not be removed. God shall help her, and that right early. The nations make much ado, and the kingdoms are moved. But God hath showed his voice, and the earth shall melt away. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. O come hither, and behold the works of the Lord, what destruction he hath brought upon the earth. He maketh wars to cease in all the world. He breaketh the bow, and nappeth the spear in sunder, and burneth the chariots in the fire. Be still then, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, and I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. O clap your hands together, all ye peoples. O sing unto God with a voice of melody. 
for the Lord is high and to be feared. He is the great king upon all the earth. He shall subdue the peoples under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose out an heritage for us, even the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved. God has gone up with a merry noise, and the Lord with the sound of the trump. O sing praises, sing praises unto our God. O sing praises, sing praises unto our King. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the nations. God sitteth upon his holy seat. The princes of the peoples are joined unto the people of the God of Abraham. For God, which is very high exalted, doth defend the earth as it were with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. If you will return, O Israel, says the Lord, return to me. And if you will put away your abominations out of my sight, then you shall not be moved, and you shall swear the Lord lives, in truth, in judgment, and in righteousness. The nations shall bless themselves in him, and in him they shall glory. For thus says the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem, Break up your fallow ground, and do not sow among thorns. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord, and take away the foreskins of your hearts, you men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like fire, and burn so that no one can quench it, because of the evil of your doings. Declare in Judah, and proclaim in Jerusalem, and say, Blow the trumpet in the land, cry, Gather together, and say, Assemble yourselves, and let us go into the fortified cities. Set up the standard toward Zion, take refuge, do not delay, for I will bring disaster from the north and great destruction. The lion has come up from his thicket, and the destroyer of nations is on his way. He has gone forth from his place to make your land desolate. Your cities will be laid waste without inhabitant. For this, clothe yourself with sackcloth, lament and wail. For the fierce anger of the Lord has not turned back from us. And it shall come to pass in that day, says the Lord, that the heart of the king shall perish and the heart of the princes. The priests shall be astonished and the prophets shall wonder. Then I said, Ah, the Lord God, surely you have greatly deceived this people in Jerusalem, saying, You shall have peace, or as the sword reaches to the heart. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden, for behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here beginneth the 24th verse of the ninth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. So they again called the man who was blind and said to him, Give God the glory. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered and said, Whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I know, that though I was blind, now I see. Then they said to him again, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, You are his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we do not know where he is from. The man answered and said to them, Why, this is a marvelous thing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he has opened my eyes. Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. Since the world began, it has been unheard of that anyone opened the eyes of one who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered and said to him, You were completely born into sins, and are you teaching us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said to him, Do you believe in the Son of God? He answered and said to him, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and it is he who is talking with you. Then he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may be made blind. Then some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these words, and said to him, Are we blind also? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin, but now you say, We see, therefore your sin remains. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. 
O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who for our sake didst fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence, that, our flesh being subdued to the Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions and righteousness and true holiness, to thy honor and glory, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So in the first four verses of our first lesson from Jeremiah, we read this lament over the people, which contained therein a call to repentance, a call to remove the abominations and return to the Lord. The people here are also reminded of their mission, which goes back to Abraham, and that is to lead other nations to God. But they have failed this. They have neglected the weightier matters of the law and have failed to have their hearts circumcised. This is the same sin which our Lord continually levels against the Jewish religious elite in the New Testament. And that is, uh, he's over and over again trying to make this point that it's possible to do all the right things externally and yet still not fulfill the law, to still have your heart be far from God, even if you are keeping the letter of the law. So these two things... Um, that is to be a light to the nations and then also the inward call of the transformation of the heart still ring down to us today as the church. The message here and the reminder is that we must not trust in externals, which is why Jesus says that our righteousness must surpass that of the scribes and Pharisees in order to enter into the kingdom. That is, he acknowledges that they obtained to a certain righteousness, the righteousness that comes from completing the external requirements of the law, but our righteousness must surpass that. That is, we must actually be transformed by the law. Interestingly, though, Jeremiah does not remain kind of unbiased in all of this. He doesn't remain unaffected by this. Uh, this all hurts him very deeply, and he even brings an accusation here against God for this judgment. Essentially, it's why is it, God, that you have allowed false prophets? Why is it that you've allowed false leaders to deceive the people, saying peace when there was no peace. And if we're honest, if we stop and think about it, that's a good question. Uh, why is it then that if individuals uh, who have been deceived by leaders in the church or leaders in the people of God, why is it that they are held accountable for that? But at least for now, at least here in Jeremiah's lament, 
there is no response. God only confirms the uh, impending judgment to come upon Israel for her sins. And then in our second lesson here in John chapter 9, so this is a really kind of interesting, ironic sort of an inter or exchange that this blind man who receives his sight from our Lord has with the Jewish religious leaders. Um, they're very concerned about the technical matter. They want to figure it out how it is this man receives the sight. And his response is simply, I, I don't know about the technicalities of all of this. I don't know how this happened. All I know is that I'm healed. All I know is that before I couldn't see, but now I can see. And so again, it's it's kind of ironic and you know patently simple, but his logic here is pretty straightforward. So he was blind, but now he sees. God does not listen to sinners. He only listens to those who do his will. So therefore, the healer could not be a sinner, um, and a sinful man could not give blind or give the blind their sight back. Therefore, this person who healed him must be from God. It seems as though when we see this all in the kind of uh, the conversation that comes after this with Jesus's interaction with him and then the interaction with the Jewish leaders, it seems it's almost though this is supposed to be a um, I don't know if object lesson is the right word, but it's all supposed to be a commentary then on sight and what it means to truly be able to see kind of um, a contrast being made, let's say, between physical sight and spiritual sight. So it's almost so this whole thing is a metaphor for the more important of those two sights, which is spiritual sight. So Jesus gives physical sight to this man who was born blind, but then the more important sight came when he recognized who Jesus was. He recognized him as Lord. Um, the Jewish leaders, on the other hand, they have had physical sight the whole time, but they refused to truly see that. That is, they continued to be culpably and willfully blind spiritually. So we'll continue now with our Intercession on page 590. We'll take a second, call to mind those you're praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night.
Thank you. Thank you, Father Kevin. Good night, everybody. Thank you.